Cinephile. I'm Johnny Ellis, and I've, I'm a musical cinephile. I'm a I'm musical mad. What am I doing? What's nearly 250 episodes into this, and you're yep. failing? At least I got the name right. This is. Uh, did you get the name right, Johnny Ellis? Not even now. I'm not sure. Yeah, me neither. To be honest, mm. are you musical mad? I am indeed musical mad. Well, as I've proven this month. Sometimes it doesn't feel like you are. This is uh Are You Moving Mad special month in which uh we go through musicals because we've been celebrating in the heights. Mm-hmm. It was last week now. So last week. How many times have you watched In the Heights now? Sorry? Eight. Eight. How many times have you watched it? Um technically just twice, but I've I've had it on constantly, like Right, so you watched chapter one, chapter two twice. Uh, Touche. Yeah, I've I've had it on every now like constantly during my uh, during my night shifts, but like not not watching the watching. Um, But I'm planning to rewatch it on Sunday um, and introduce my sister to it finally. But yeah, but this week we're not talking in nights, although you know. We're talking in the heights every week. Um, well, this, this week, week we're, we're talking very specifically the fact that you're going to be completely off your game this episode. Why would I be off my game this episode? Because you were like I was back in March. Yes. I, I think it's just, it's partly, maybe it's partly the um, side effects. So I have just had my uh, my jab, my first yes. jab. Yes, and you are intending to um, kill Channing Tatum. Yes. <laughs> the film a film we all um, remember so distinctly. Wait, Channing, Channing Tatum was in a film called Jab? First Jab? Side effects. Sorry? Side effects. Side effects. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Right? That was a soda bow, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, 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 I think I'm just... Who was in Side Effects besides Channing and Rooney? Oh, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think Fassbender about it. Fassbender wasn't in it, was he? No, he can't no. be. Because that was A-Y, busy. Jude, Jude was back. Catherine Zeta-Jones was in there and Dowd. Why are we talking about this? Mamie Gummer. What do you um, mean, why are we talking about this? Because I think it's more important to remember that side effects, it just it felt like a film that people would talk about for the time it came out and then it went and it's never been brought up since. <laughs> which seems weird considering it's cast and you know it's Soderbergh and mm. people said it was good when it came out and I thought it was kind of boring um well yes I have had my first jab and I'm um, feeling okay but I, I think I'm just sort of gonna yeah I might be off my game just because I'm waiting for something to happen I'm waiting for my arm to fall off or something you know? we also we're also uh, doing a special late night episode we are we are indeed um and we are doing a special episode uh, because it is recommended. Um, it's a recommendation from uh, Lindsay in Arkansas, uh, who I know is Lindsay in Arkansas. She is a in where sorry in Arkansas. Oh no, did I say it wrong? I always say it wrong. In America, Arkansas. Lindsay in America. That's weird. Do you want to say Arkansas for fun? Arkansas for fun. Or Arkansas? Arkansas. But Arkansas. Which chapter of the book is that, Arkansas? Um, it's based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> where, which chapter it is? 11? Um, <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, yeah, we're, we are watching um, we're watching Rent, uh, which I've, I've been wanting to watch for a while. We're watching... Uh, what film? Rent. Mm, I think we need to give it the proper due. This is a Columbia picture from the year after our favourite character of the Marvel Cinematic Universe was ever introduced. Right. We're watching Rent. <laughs> it's free country. It's not rent free country. You sent me a clip of that today. And uh, you said a montage that you... of all of yeah. uh, Mr. Joytica's classic moments from <laughs> the Sam Raimi Spidey sequels. You said, are you excited? And at first I thought you, it, the clip was going to be the... Um, the, the parody song that they did for 
The Office, um, which I discovered later in life was from Rent. Um, but then it was this clip from Spider-Man 2, and I used... No, 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 it was a montage of Spider-Man 2 and yes, Spider-Man 3. Sorry, you know, I do apologise. We had, I'll pay um, you every I fix the damn door. Um, but yeah, uh, I was watching the, the montage, and I was like, why has he sent me this? Is the guy who plays the landlord, is he in Rent? Is that the thing? How? Why would he think I know this? And then as soon as... Well, we know this. And as soon as he said rent, it took me longer than I expected to um, to realise what was going on. But I had just woken up and I've been injected with magnets. So, um, yes, we are watching rent this this week and I'm very excited. This is your third time trying, right? Yeah, this is one I've tried a couple of times. It's famously a um, musical that people are Marmite on anyway. I believe this is Lindsay's, one of Lindsay's, if not her favourite musicals, one of them. Um, she hasn't seen her in the Heights yet, though, so there's still time. Um, and yeah, I've just, I've always been intrigued by it. I think we, we planned to watch it at one point. I yeah. think we had it in the, uh, in the plans and then it got taken Plus, off Netflix yeah. or whatever. And uh, and I just happened to know, well, we were going to go, well, screw it, let's just do it and pay for it. And then it, it turned up on uh, Amazon Prime in the US. Thank you, VPNs. Uh, so here we are. Um, so you've been wanting to watch this for a while. What do you know about Rent? Um, 9,986,000 minutes. That's how long a film Rent is. I mean, that's how long it seems. <laughs> Um, is it is that the number nine million nine hundred eighty six thousand? Because that's the. Oh, are you uh, expecting me to remember seasons? Well, that's that's the uh, that's the number that they use in the office. Well, Charlie, I... that's that's them measuring his Michael Scott's time. Yeah, at Dunder Mifflin. But actually, the song is about how do you measure measure a year? Right. So it can't be the same cups of same... coffee. That can't be the same number then, right? No, no. Of course, it's not the same number. I always thought it was the same number. All right. Um, I just assumed that it, it wasn't actually, they didn't actually calculate how many minutes. My country is 25,600 minutes. Uh, right. Okay, it's a bit more than that. <laughs> yeah. 5,000 now, oh, that's not very long at all, is it? Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, that's all I know about it. And I think it starts off with that because I tried to watch this on my own once and uh, I think I was halfway through the first song and it stopped and it wouldn't carry on buffering. So um, I gave up. Oh, uh, yeah, you were watching it on my uh, special streaming service, which is uh, I, <laughs> I curate it. And if I see someone trying to watch anything I don't think is very good, I try and <laughs> you know, pull the plug as quickly as I humanly can. Yeah. <laughs> I am, um, you know, it's weird you come over to do that. I, uh, yeah, I come over to do that like I'm uh, Jason Segel and Cameron Diaz in the famous 2014 hit movie Sex Tape and you're Jack Black who's trying to stop me from taking down the internet because I'm a king, kingpin of Paul. We all remember called Sex Tape. I forgot Jack Black was in it, jeez. Yeah, kingpin of Paul, didn't he? Um. <laughs> what, what is your favourite Christmas gift you've ever been given and how why was it a Jason Segel iPad full of curated playlists just for you that happened to be linked to his cloud? Well, it was, I mean, it was just something we could all connect with in a, uh, you know, great recession situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that film well, uh, didn't even make it to 90 minutes long. Do you know that? <laughs> and yet I managed to sit through it all in the cinema and feel like this is just as bad as Rent. Now, yeah, you're going into this uh, very pessimistically. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, of course I am, because I I've think... tried multiple flipping times. I've written knowing... essays on it to try and understand if people like to instill. And knowing what next week's episode is, it's going to be a fun fortnight for you. Um... <laughs> yeah, which is, you know, why I'm very interested in what July can be. Yes. So um... some other fucking scores here. <laughs> um, I, I'm excited. It's It says here, I've got it, the page up on Prime video and it says okay. uh, it's a rock musical. I like rock musicals. There's a great one called uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't know if I've told you about. It's pretty uh, loud. Rock of Ages. Rock opera, but it's still. Thank you. Opera it's very musical. important to respect the B52s and the hit song Rock Opera. 
I spotted that Chris Columbus directed this. Right, okay. Let's well get as, into that. Well he's a uh, cancelled man, of course, because uh, he brought the slave trade over to America. Yes. Yeah. His own day, that's a big problem. Yep. And then, uh, what, 200 years later, he decided to start making films, and uh, some of them were, you know, Written Jackson's. by a woman who... Oh, I was, oh, was going to say some of them were written by a woman who uh, is a tough. Because <laughs> that's what... God, I mean. I've made those. Yeah. That's what I think of. When I think of, Col- when I think of Columbus... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. I think, right, he wrote Gremlins, didn't he? Really? Yeah, and then of course he directed Home Alone. Yeah. And then Percy Jackson. And Mrs. Doubtfire apparently was involved in that. Did he direct that? That's what we did. Hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah oh, first thing I always think oh, is uh, Pixels, Harry God. Potter. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh my word. Um, Anthony Rapp is also in this. Um, well, uh, oh yeah, this is uh, everyone besides Rosario Dawson in this film are from the stage production. Ah, right, okay, interesting. So they're playing the same characters like ten years after they started playing them on Broadway. Right. Hmm. I'd mm. be like getting the cast of Matilda to come back for the Matilda movie. <laughs> that could be fun. Um, Anthony Rapp. Do, I'm trying to remember why I know that name particularly. Is he the one who He's came in out? Star Trek? Yes, right. Discovery. And he had Based dealings with um, Kevin Spacey, right? These are the most important parts of his career. He's a performer, a singer, an actor, a baseball enthusiast. Very entertaining on the uh, Never Not Funny podcast. All right. But those is he the those one... are the important parts of his career. Is but it's, he is the one you want to you want to secure him down into he was the one who well uh, i was just trying to remember i was just trying to think why i know his name in in particular because you like star trek discovery or you're a huge i've never watched i've never watched star trek discovery i never got that far into the franchise uh, you could skip over to it, it doesn't really fucking matter <laughs> i know but you know me i'm pedantic yeah but you don't um it doesn't fucking matter anymore nothing fucking matters we're in a horrible <laughs> time which there's no opportunities anywhere. The world's collapsing itself. Well, why don't we cheer ourselves up with a screen over? Why would I do that? Um, why would I far, do that? How far did you get into this? Before? I don't remember because it's a blur of nothingness. Now, usually when it comes to films like this that you're not very interested in, um, I discover after we've watched the film that you have been playing your PlayStation while watching the film. It's uh, loaded up and ready to go. No. <laughs> No. Are you kidding me? I have no. a problem where if I, I can't actually focus, I physically cannot focus anymore. My brain is mush. How dare you? No, it's <laughs> the situation has completely destroyed me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say random shit after when we've watched this. Like, what do you think about the alien invasion? Well, you've watched video essays on this, so you must know how it ends and everything. I mean, I assume it ends with everyone paying their rent on time. That's what I assume too. But, you know, this was the 90s, so it could also just, you know, end with them. Yeah, well, this was... Okay, right, the story of Rent. Right. Do you want to get the basic story of Rent? Uh, yeah, I... I, I mean, the, the creation of Rent. Set, set in the 90s, then? Oh. So, um, it's 2005 here, which is one of the best years in cinema. Right, one Larson, person... he is the, the writer of Rent. Right creating this musical and they were workshopping it for a while and i think it was like days after it premiered or maybe it was day weeks before it premiered he died of aids oh and so rent has always been kind of almost there but not quite finessed and no one's been willing to do the thing where they go and you know they stand the kubrick to steven spielberg ai this thing they kind of find a way to turn it into their own thing they've always been like right now it's a sacred text we can't really do anything about it so if that so i feel like that's why it's not quite there right right it's a lot like you know the mank situation yeah like okay david your dad did something but you know what just you could have done something with it Mm. you know like got five other writers in a writer's room get a key of goldsman to run it and then you know maybe 
I don't know, Mank was having to deal with Optimus Prime. Boom. And that brings the franchise correctly into the right era as well. Yeah. And I think it'd be interesting to see what, you know, he would have to say. The kind of stuff he would shout out drunkenly to the Autobots at a party. Like, you know, you won't believe the gossip he knows about what's going on <laughs> with Megatron and the Allspark and what they've been up to. Okay, we get it, guy. You know what? We're trying to have a nice time. We've just saved the world again. But you're just running your mouth because you can't stop. And it's kind of disgusting. And your know, Amanda Seyfried is like 25 years younger than you. And I know we've had a problem with that in this franchise already with Romeo and Juliet Claus, but I think you're really pushing it right now, Matt. I have no idea how to respond to this. Okay, what's your favourite film with a one-word title? Oh. Hmm. Well, maybe it'll with be... four-letter one-word title. Is it Luca? It could be. I've heard good things-ish. Um... Who told you that? <laughs> my cousin watched it on Disney+, Plus, and I said to her, what did you think? She said, me and the kids liked it, but my husband wasn't too fussed about it. Sounds like the husband's on the right path. But he's not blood family, so he doesn't count. <laughs> Wait, blood family? Yeah. I, is that a term? Blood family. Blood yeah, relative. Not, blood relative. You know what I meant. No, so. I don't, because you said blood family. <laughs> and again, everyone, this is close to everyone, rock monster. Everyone takes their blood, frees it up, and turns it into blood snowmen and blood family. Everyone does that. If you freeze it, it's not blood snow, it's blood ice. <laughs> and you know what I say. Oh, what do you say? Bloody uh, blood ice. Wow. My God. So that's that, that's the music you've got to offer, and now we're going to go into music. Yeah, what I insinuate is why don't according we just go to, you... to uh, a whole run in which we just watch the, we get ready to uh, do the uh, the Peter Jackson three parts, whatever it's going to be, six hour get back documentary now. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued about that, but I was hard. excited about it, and now I'm confused. <laughs> Maybe you know, edit it more. Yeah, but at least, you know, on Netflix it would have been a 13 episode. 13 13, 13 It wouldn't hour. even complete the story. Yeah. And they would have cancelled it anyway because they didn't get enough <laughs> people watching it. Because it's just a premise pilot. <laughs> exactly. It's just a fucking premise pilot. Um, so, Rosario Dawson is the only one that's not in from the from stage the... production. Right. And it's... did she ever do a stage production? I don't think so. Hmm. Strange. She at this point in her career, she was kind of bouncing around from things. She just done Alexander, right? She was heading off to do Clerks Two and getting cut out of the Devil's Rejects, which she said at that period it was like that was the most heartbreaking thing. She was so excited to be part of what Devil's Rejects. Yeah, which tells you how cool she was. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool to be honest. Back then, like the kind of that attitude is kind of like, yeah, okay, we get you. You like your <laughs> weird shit. <laughs> Well, um, shall and we get you know, into it? She, she, she understands the importance of weird shit because she knows, uh, she knows uh, that she can hang up her chick habit, right? Yes. Oh, man, now I want to watch Death Proof. Right? Instead of this, can we just no. watch Death Proof? <laughs> no, I'm still excited about this. Yeah, but, um, Johnny, I've got a question for you. Yeah? Who's Stuntman Mike? Who's what? what? Who's Stuntman Mike? Oh, he's <laughs> Stuntman. <laughs> So we don't have to watch Rebel, we can just quote Death Proof the whole time, and everyone will be happy with that, because everyone loves Death Proof, and everyone knows Death Proof is one of the great Tarantino films. Uh, Lindsay was meant to join us in this episode, but uh, couldn't make it because she's in LA at the moment, uh, not in Arkansas, Arkansas. Um, I'm kind of glad she didn't make it now, because <laughs> I think you two would have butted heads. I would have, I would have just given up. <laughs> we would have had a gunshot, and it just been me and... Me and Lindsay, wondering what's happened. Well, well <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to do a plug. Um, a friend of the show and uh, Furious 7 elongator yeah. last Friday, <laughs> Ian Loring, he just did his Film Bastards episode uh, I listened to of In the Heights. And it was oh, yeah. just him and uh, Mark Foster because uh, Mark's wife wasn't there at that point. And it was, you know, 30 minutes of them saying how much they fucking hated it. And I was so angry Oof. that they didn't invite me on because I would have just sat there and stood my bloody ground. Oh, yeah, man. I just, I feel like we need to um, introduce... Oh, you want to do podcasts for wars? <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's what I'm kind of setting up. Let's do it. Let's get this going. <laughs> <laughs> well, whilst, uh, whilst you're watching your heat, I'll set this up. 
<laughs> I don't mind you sharpening blades instead of watching Rent. I said Heat. Yeah, like, I don't know what heat, you said. Which is nearly three hours long. It's 40 minutes longer than Rent. But you know what? What are 40 minutes? <laughs> Let's watch Rent. And, um... so that third act, which I would say it's like, uh, you know, the caboose of the film. I say it's like, it's got a great ass. You know? Okay. Um, I think I'm going to love this. I think there's going to be a couple of songs that I'm going to get emotional about, and it's going to be one of my new favourites. Okay, tell me which songs you're going to get emotional about now. Called to name them. Give me um, give the chord. I think someone's going to die in this film. So you think I think someone's going to die in this film is one of the songs. They go to the cinema and <laughs> Anthony Rapp and Tay Diggs are like, yeah, I think someone's going to die in this film. <laughs> Roll projection. Focus. <laughs> I mean, damn, oh, already, I'm kind of like that's a yeah. That's kind of See? fun. See, right? doesn't that make you want to watch the film now? And, and no, I want to write. I want to write this film. <laughs> I want to write the musical about cinema. <laughs> Call it musical movie. You can do like parodies of La La Land. Oh God! And right, <laughs> and, and prom. Oh no! Oh, and we could just do like half an hour carpool karaoke with friends. It's a shame that uh, Lindsay isn't on because um, we would have had. A fun discussion about La La Land, which is another one of her favourites, which both you and I are very uh, un- 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 what's, what's the word? Uh, <laughs> very bad, no good. good the because opposite of Whiplash. She's not watched Whiplash. We watched no, Whiplash. Wait, how do you we, go into? No, no, you don't yeah. go into Chazelle without seeing the first Chazelle. Yes, thank you. We 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 started off. Probably. You don't go and see the third Chazelle without watching first Chazelle because you need to understand first Chazelle to understand first man. Yes. <laughs> um, well, shall we shall we get into rent and um and and hopefully you'll find a new love. I don't know where you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. It's only 5,586,000 minutes, however. There are times when we're dirt broke and hungry and freezing. And I ask myself, why the hell am I still living here? A bunch of us are getting together tonight. Would you like to come with us? Sure. Revolution Studios presents the musical phenomenon that defined a generation. Rent. Funny film. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's not Rent. Phantom of the Opera. Uh, right. No, no, you're right. Rent is not Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> What if at the uh, end of all this it revealed that Benny was down in the uh, first floor of the house playing <laughs> piano, constructing <laughs> all of the events that were going on just for his own amusement and sake? And it's actually part of like some sort of immersive theatre production. And people gathered around Avenue A to see the eight self indulgent people living their stupid, shitty life. <laughs> Bohemia. <laughs> Huh? Yeah, what a twist that would be, right? Yeah. Suddenly yeah. everything would make sense. We're like, oh, that's why no one was concerned about the rest of the world outside of these four walls and their, you know, their intertwining limited lives because they were just, you know, in a Truman show of their own creation. <laughs> if this was a horror film, and I know characters die in this, but who would die first and how would they die? And who would you want to see survive? I mean, we were, we did have a character death. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you know, do you think Angel? Uh, if you spoil it, do you reckon Angel would be the first one to go? I don't think so. <laughs> who do you think would be the first one to go? Is it Mark? Is that his name? I've got to keep filming everything he says, and that he's the first one to die. Teaching. Oh, really? Yeah, okay, right. I thought you were gonna say. Um, <laughs> I thought you were gonna go the other trope. <laughs> I'll say, uh, um, say, what is his name from, um, uh, from no, not, not Benny, not Jess, no, Jesse L. Martins, whose character's name is Tom Collins. He's from, uh, The Flash. 
Ah. <laughs> Which of the DC verse? Do, do, do you not remember him in the Flash? Because you said you watched two seasons. Of I watched two seasons. Of it. I don't remember basically anyone except there's the guy who just <laughs> left the show, and the guy who plays the Flash. The guy who just left. Oh, oh no, uh, and also Cisco. Tom Cavanaugh. Tom Cavanaugh was in it. I like. Tom oh Cavanagh. yeah, yeah. I like very... Ed. I like Ed. He owns a bowling alley, you know. <laughs> just a um, long to hang out. It was a nice show. I liked Ed. So tell me about the first what? time you attempted to watch Rent. Oh, I mean that probably like four years ago when it came to Netflix okay. for the first time. Oh, right. It was like, okay, finally I'll give this a go. This is one of those ones that's always been a split decision for people. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. And what point did you get up to? I think it was Mimi crawling on the floor. Right. It was like, this is... I know it... Look, everyone sings well here <clears> in <throat> terms of what they're doing. Yeah. But it's that mix of, you know, edgy hard rock and stage patois, which just, it never, it rings so hollow. And the lyrics, the lyrics fail them as well. Mm. It, I just couldn't get on board with anything. I couldn't, I found no emotion in this, no connection to any characters. And it's oh. devastating because what it's talking about is very important stuff, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> just in the most ham fisted way possible. I know, I know, obviously, you know, this was like early 90s when this was coming out. And since then, we've had, you know, Angels in America and we've had Pose really nail the subjects of New York AIDS epidemic situations. Mm. Which, both of, by the way, I watched both of those quite recently as well. So I'm in a New York AIDS situation <laughs> mindset this year for some fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, you know, lockdown's gone well for me. Well, I am, um, yeah, I... I... I sort of understand where you're coming from with that, but I did feel some connections. I I, I felt like Angel and Tom Collins um, had a lovely little relationship going. I, f- I was falling in, in love a bit with Angel, and I thought, best not say anything, because I don't want to jinx it, and then guess what happened? Oh, well, yeah, it's called Angel. Yeah, I know, but still. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, you can't let the white straight guy die. Yeah. But How Angel- did that happen? <laughs> Angel's sort of introduction of the uh, first song was uh, was really good, um, which was called Thank "Today you. for You." Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. No, and everyone everyone on set seemed to enjoy it because they were dancing around it. I thought that was quite charming, but uh, yeah. that was the charm I got from it. Was hey, at least they're having fun, I guess, or they're being paid to have fun. <laughs> guess who's not getting paid? <laughs> um, Tango Maureen as well. I I enjoyed. We came right after today for you. Um, so you got a one-two punch of stuff you enjoyed. Yeah, then. yeah. Musically, um, I'll cover you. Basically, anything that Angel did, <laughs> and anything that um, uh, Tom Collins, Jesse L. Martin did. Uh, he's a good, he's a ga- damn good singer. Like I said, their voices, all of their voices. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lavi, uh, Bohem, is that? Lavi Bohem. Uh, yeah. For him, but I wasn't a big fan of that. It was well, which version? The first one or the second version? The the, one, the the first version in the in the restaurant. And the second version was in the restaurant, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the point. The, whole thing, <laughs> the reprise yeah. was, you know, close by, but they yeah. had a break. Um, yeah, I um, I wasn't a big fan of that. It was no, no. Bit, like I told you, I hate the as I was watching this. Yeah, it's a bit over the place. Um, this is really a statement. This, is, yeah, I think one of the first times people were going right. You know, we're living very temporary lives these days. Everything, everything is flittering by. Yeah, you know, the concept of rent is also the concept of not staying in a place, not living in a place, not existing for too long, always expecting to go. And that's obviously the mindset it's going in. Everyone's, you know, on the cusp yeah. of some sort of ending or escaping in some form. Mm. mentally or physically and that's interesting to handle yeah because before that there's a lot of stationary stuff when you look at you know you're you're either dealing with musical theater which is looking historically in context or when it's trying to be contemporary it's a little bit more you know couples situational things romance which is happening within the basic festivals of you know heterosexual relationships in more normal normal suburban situations as it were Mm. So this 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 more you know modern sit- 
strange existence where every day is maybe your last. Yeah. Or at least maybe your last together. It's um, an interesting thing to examine, but what a, I what have, a weird <clears throat> I have no interest in uh, Mark Cohen uh, no? as the app character. No, he was just... Uh, it was, for me, it just felt like, uh, what's the point in you? Like, I, I was the other characters were much more interesting to me. No, um, Mark's, Mark's Anthony Rapp's character, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, but don't, didn't you enjoy the part when he didn't have any money to give to the woman he was filming? Because <laughs> you know, and he, and he, and then you know, after that, he's still like, I mean, I'm not going to really care about people. I'm just going to film shit. Yeah, that's the thing. He <laughs> and then at the end when he just you had know, everyone else is seeing Mimi's return and he immediately rushes over to the projector and go, Look at me, look at me now, look at my stuff. Yeah, yeah. He has no arc. The moment, He's just twat. Yeah, the moment for me was when he um uh when he turns up at the um AIDS and the uh the, the Oh gosh, the uh, group meeting. Yeah, the group meeting and he's just like can I film you guys? <laughs> and it's just, it just felt really weird. Like, you guys are all weird. Let me but just it's, tell the, it's the second time when everyone starts singing in walkout and uh, the other guy appears. And doesn't and he stand to come off? There. And he just stands there you know, singing behind them, filming them. But at Jesus. one point, like halfway through the song, he turns the camera off. And it's like, why are you turning the camera off? <laughs> you, either go through and be complete dick or, you know, don't be a character. Do something important or something. Mm. But I guess he's yeah he's the uh, the the rich guy who get it out of it. And by I rich, you, I mean he's the yeah he got lucky without mm. having any kind of horrible disease situation yeah. or problems, and he can pass for anything he needs to pass for, and he can escape this world eventually. Yeah, I tell you what though, I did love he's probably uh, on Fox two. News now. <laughs> he no GB News. Um... Uh, well, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm getting report Newsmax. <laughs> um. I did uh, love Seasons of Love, and I, I liked that they brought it back a couple of times. It's it's a good, it's a damn good tune. It's catchy. It's catchy, isn't it? It's catchy. I mean, there but, are some catchy songs. The lyrics, there's, there's... I can't. You know, you don't remember the lyrics. You just remember the da 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 da. Yeah. No. To be honest, every time I heard it, I had um. Yeah, I'm aware all you have in your brain is the opposite. <laughs> some people they have in their brain are friends quotes. I, of course, am Paul Simpson's boy. Yep, yep. And you are living a different life. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think there will be songs that I'll like in this. Um, it's it it didn't have that emotional punch that uh, other musicals have had for me. Um, do you know, strangely, the first musical that popped up in my head when I thought about ones of me with a, oh, an emotional punch, Groundhog Day. And I don't think I enjoyed it that much when we saw it first together. What was then, the emotional then, punch of Groundhog Day? There's some really great things. Like, um, What was the emotional there's, punch? There's a whole, well, there's the whole song, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically um, Phil. Oh, Philatio, you're right. That was a really <laughs> sad song. It was him singing about um, basically trying to kill himself. Yeah, by trying to suck his own dick and he keeps breaking his neck every time he tries to do it. It's this sad, no. continual attempt to pleasure himself and in pleasure he only receives ever pain. Wait no, a second, have I just written the greatest a, idea for a more... You know, a there's, a really, there's a really heartbreaking song that starts off, he says, um, there will be moments where you'll be utterly defeated by your laces. And it's just like, it hits your heart. And it's just him talking about how, like, what's the point in living and all this? And it's like, oh. Um, and also be, being... Yeah, I wonder how that feels. Works. Yeah. See, that's why, that's why it same. works. That's why it works. Um, it's relatable. Uh, and, yeah, being, uh, being Nancy is actually quite good. It is very strange when we first saw it together. Just out of the blue, there's this song from this, like, Z-list character. Wow, but it worked well. Come on, she's in one scene, and it's the whole thing of let me date you, and uh, I'm gonna keep trying and trying and trying, and I just I'm gonna find out, you know, where you um went okay, to school. So, so A-list characters of Groundhog Day are Phil Col- Phil Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah, Phil Collins, obviously. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, you know, the, the main characters. Are, the... Oh, that? <laughs> 
and the guy who he put the spotlight on at the concert who you know he saw murder the other guy in the air tonight yeah <laughs> <laughs> right um, uh, B-level Groundhog Day characters oh god I'm so sorry Ned? I started this Ned Ryerson uh, yeah yeah I'd put him B okay the Groundhog itself is quite a B yeah Fox Tony Phil yeah <laughs> okay, um, so guys, where 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 are we listing uh, Michael Shannon? What letter? Oh, right. yeah, he's um, he's he's Z. No, Zod. he's not Z. He's Z for Zod. He's not Z for Zod. <laughs> um, Was but he yeah, M for Mike at that point. Question. Okay. Fox Tony Phil. He's B, right? Yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. Where would you list him as character? Brian Dyer and Murray, remind me. The, the, the mayor. Oh, right. Uh, C. <laughs> oh, I thought he'd be lower. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Is Chris um, Elliott in the top B? Is he B? Chris Elliott. Remind me. The cameraman. Oh, Chris. Uh, no, he's A. He's A? Yeah, yeah. Lovely. He's up there with Phil. Boy, Phil. Wait, is Andy McDowell? Yeah. Andy, I, I, I wasn't sure if you were now like, well, now it's obviously right. It's 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 Bill Murray and Chris Elliott double header. Then it's you know Tobolowski, a groundhog, and Andy McDowell. <laughs> and then it's Brian Doyle Murray and the woman who runs the bed and breakfast. Then it's technically Cher. and the toaster that he drops in the. Uh... <laughs> um, but my whole point is that. Uh, there were musicals that I watched the first time round, and I'm like, oh, it's all right, you know, it's fine. There's some catchy tunes in it, and then I'll listen to it again, and then like that's when I fall in love with it. Like that's what happened with Groundhog Day. It's what happened with uh, Les Misérables. Um, there's just certain certain musicals that you can't take in fully Wait, on your first watch. Wait, the first time you heard Les Misérables, you didn't enjoy it. No. I, I actively de- despised Les Miserables. Oh, did you hear the people sing? Yeah, I heard the people singing. Okay. The singing the song of Angry Men. Really? <laughs> I, yeah, I actively disliked Les Miserables, and I thought it was so, utterly so, pointless. So, when you went to see it, were you were you excited to just watch the play? Were you watching the play or the film? Um, I, I've only ever seen the film. Okay, so when you, when you watched the film, you were in the cinema, right? Yeah. You were staring at the screen. Yep. Did you ever feel like you wanted to look down? Look down. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. Did you buy uh, the album soundtrack afterwards? I don't. It didn't buy the album, but it's like you, well, oh, you didn't buy. It. You didn't want to get it on like a physical media, <sighs> like CD or vinyl or cassette. Why? Why do you ask? <laughs> I, I can't even begin to imagine. What you don't want yeah. it on CD or vinyl or cassette tape? No, they, they didn't exist in Les Miserables' timeline. Les Miserables' timeline? No, no. Definitely, you could probably buy a legal cassette. <sighs> okay. Where are you going? Go on, just just do it already. <laughs> I did. I've been doing it this whole time. I don't understand. Cassette. Oh, cassette. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus, I'm nailing this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Oh my god, that was awful. But yeah, um, so there, there's definitely moments of Rent that I enjoyed. Um, the um, the whole death of Angel uh, was you, you said yourself it was like oh that was quick. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I um, meant the whole year jumping from you know yeah to that as well yeah. So but it was, was a good... we went from 1989 to 1990 whilst also in lyrics mentioning Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Very disappointed in that. How Wait, did you fuck that sorry, one? what what year did Thelma and Louise come out? That was either ninety two or ninety three. Really? I thought it was like earlier than that. No, Brad Pitt was a nineties boy. Oh yeah, 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 man. Yeah, didn't think yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, that Angel's death because I was really loving Angel, and then and also Spike Lee was either filming Mo Better Blues or Jungle Fever mm. or a commercial. Um, but yeah, I was, I was, if it was filming with, something there at all. I was falling in love with Angel, and then um, the death just kind of 
came out of nowhere. Yeah, it goes fast. It didn't hit me as hard. They didn't want to do it properly. Yeah. So they were scared to put any emotion into it, which I felt was like the entire thesis of this film was we're going through the motions. It's like, you know, they were recording the stage play. Mm. But with, you know, actual camera angles and things like that going on. So they had some concern about that. But but then um, Jesse R. Martin's uh, sort of um, his reaction, his emotions during the funeral and stuff was kind of brought me back a bit. Um, yeah. Do so you think Jesse R. Martin's, he was the most talented person in the bunch? Um, hmm. Not the most talented, yeah, but it's the most talented. The, the most surprisingly, like, because I, I, I know the Flash did. Do so you like someone no, who's surprisingly talented? Was it? Yeah, why? Because I know someone in this cast who uh, one of my close friends would call wickedly talented. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adina Marcel. Um, who? Adele Dazim. So. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's she's. She's in this. I, I was hoping for more with her because there's there's whole dynamic of her dating Tracy Toms and I, having I think there'd be more stuff that. with her and uh, Tay Diggs to be honest. Yeah, that. yeah, that's like <laughs> their relationship. Yeah. Also now watching it now when you know early on they mention you know things it's like mm, mm, you you were hanging out with her as well were you and now that fell apart how's that gone. Um, yeah, I was because she doesn't really appear in the first act. Am I saying that? Like, there's a whole thing they're talking about how how she's his ex girlfriend and she's left him for a woman, and then he meets the other woman, and then they're talking, they have the whole uh, waltz song. And so it felt like it was it was building up to something. Now, when you say first act, are we talking theatrical terms or cinematic terms? Cinematic terms. Cinematic terms like, doesn't appear. Yeah, yeah. The first, the first third of the movie. Yeah, no, because uh, Benny's there with the inciting incident. Yeah. Um, if you can call it that, of course. I mean, there's really no inciting incident here. It's just you know, hey, we're not we're not going to pay rent. Yeah. Did they pay rent? Oh, what? yeah, he does in the end, doesn't they he? Do. They do. So yeah. uh, that whole bullshit, we're not going to pay last year's rent. I'm like, yeah, well, you pay this year's rent. Yeah. Um, uh, how come Rosario Dawson's in this? Who who originally played Mimi? Oh, don't ask Rodriguez? me that. Oh. You can have okay. Do you want me to go find out? Well, I thought you'd know, because you knew that. You knew everyone else was from the musicals. Yeah, I know, I because that was the thing. was like, well, that's the weird thing, that she's the only one. Mm. Yeah, that's the wonderful thing about Rosario Dawson's. Gone. That she's the only one. <laughs> she belts on her tail. That's why she goes to Cat Scratch. <laughs> uh, there's only one bit of uh, trivia on her, uh, on the MDB for her, uh, which is about um, she choreographed an elaborate routine for audition song out tonight during her actual screen test. She was so nervous she could barely move. Convinced she'd blown her audition, she left the room disappointed. Chris Columbus was so impressed, however, he ran after her and cast him on the spot. But only on that spot, nowhere else. Yeah, that's um, where they feel sensitive. Is Rosario Dawson famous in Rent? Wow. <laughs> Brutal. Um, so, what, what do you think about it now you got to the end of it? So Daphne Rubin Vega played the role. Right. Who's who's that? She's the performer. Okay. Uh, did she die or something? Is that? She was pregnant. Uh, okay. So basically <laughs> the same thing in musical theatre. <laughs> oh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> you know what? That's uh, why you uh, don't have sex. <laughs> musical theatre has to be sexless. <laughs> Um, I mean, look at cats. That's how I work for cats. <laughs> um, the most sexless film I've ever seen. I was always turned on by it. Um, what were you turned on by? The constant nakedness? The weird giant... Uh, cinema. Breasts of Taylor Swift's cat? Judy <laughs> Dench cat licking herself? 
Rev Wilson Cat able to rip her skin off. Oh, yeah. get you. Keep talking. Ray Winston Cat singing about how he was the terror of the Thames. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you think of uh, when? Like, how how are, you, how are you feeling now? Now you've got to the end of it because this is your third time. Fourth well, time? It, it's my first time, and also well, uh, well, trying it. No, no, no. If you put it together, it's my. I've now watched uh, three hours of Red overall in my lifetime. Okay. Um, yeah, so let's go back to that actually. So you watched it first and. Um, got to the Mimi part. Yeah. And then you tried it again, right? And I'm pretty sure I ended up in the Mimi part again. Just that still, like, I can't. I, what, I physically can't. What made it. you try it again? Um, a couple or? of years later, it was back on again. And I figured, like, well, I, 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 I should because, you know, I like the concept of musicals and I need to see this one because it's that one of the turning point. Yeah. And oh, then you turned it off thinking, no, no, we'll do it for the podcast. And I thought, no, that's it. I, I, I think I think there are some things in which I know I don't like and I don't have to go through it. It's why I've not managed to sit through the entirety of West Side Story. I know that's a, you know, a God forbid tragedy to say, but uh, I managed to make it an hour and a half last time I watched it and it still went, I can't. It's just not. Well, the more we do musical months, the uh, less musicals we've got to watch. So Yeah, which means the less <laughs> musical End, months we'll ever do. West End Story is coming. West End Story? Is that the Pet Shop Boys one? West, West Side Story. <laughs> Well, the sharks and jets were coming out. <laughs> yes, yes, um, sure. Are you are you satisfied that you got to the end, or will you never be satisfied? I will never be satisfied. I I don't want to have had to do this at all. <laughs> I I, uh-huh. I well I. I how much I don't, did you I don't, actually focus I don't on? look. Can I just say I don't want to say that I, I don't want it to sound like I was going in waiting to be negative anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. I know. So I you're gonna like lie time, on, camera, on microphone. Okay. I was trying so hard, but at the same time, the film tries my patience. It just, I don't find. I can't find. I can't find the key to unlock this. Did you not even? You, what about the songs? You I, I don't know. Like, absolutely nothing. I find nothing interesting in those songs. So there's like I've, I've mentioned a few that I even the lyrics are just nothing to me. No, it's it's flat. It's lifeless. It's it, it nothing hits me in any kind of interesting way. I can't go like that's a beat I can enjoy. That's a melody I can hum. That's you know a lyric I appreciate the wit of or the uh, ability to you know, utilise subtext. I just go, ah, ah. Mm. And I know, you know, you don't, you've got some good dance moves. Your singing's good. You're caring. But it's not working. It feels so lifeless. Uh, If you had a choice, would you watch this again or Phantom of the Opera again? How long is Phantom of the Opera? No, no, let's not take into account that. Yeah, kind of got to take into account that. How many songs were in Phantom? You know what? Phantom of the Opera has Masquerade. Yes, it does. That's a song. Right yeah. there. There's one song. And it has that m- No, it's got what? It's got Masquerade. That magnificent moment in the um, middle right. of the film yeah, where right, he yes. says they will curse the day they did not do all that the Phantom asked of you. Oh, such a damn good film. And you're going to be watching it soon because uh, of a thing coming possibly next week. Yeah, um, we're going to cover Greenland yes. in preparation for the sequel. So we're going to do uh, Butlers. We're going to have a <laughs> butt lie. <laughs> I almost don't want to ask you the question. Um, and I'm so glad Lindsay isn't here because it should rip you a new one. But Andrew Jones. A new what? You... Sorry. Hold on a second. What would you rip me a new? A new rent bill. Right. Okay. So what? So she's written it down on a piece of paper and then ripped it out off that piece of paper to hand to someone. Yeah. Like a customer copy and also keeping her own copy for yeah. her buying a Okay. See, I would like specifics with people when they say <laughs> these things. You know, you haven't earned it, and we all know it's what it means is Pennywise or the uh, book or, or, or adaptations <laughs> of the Stephen King novel. So I don't know why we have to beat around the bush when we say other things. We should give the entire context. Or don't say any words at all, because words have meaning. Songs have lessons, and rent is empty. <sighs> Andrew Jones. 
Are you mad that you watched Rent? I'm not mad because I'm just dulled into nothingness, and I think that's worse. It's I just feel devoid of life. So I guess, in a way, the film worked because it's told me what it's like to live in the society and the community of these group of friends. Because they're different society. We don't live in a society. I've not lived in a society for 16 months at this point. Sure. And uh, my mind has uh, broken and I don't like it. And I'm scared to go back into the real world again. I don't know what the real world is. I don't know what the rewards are going to be. But I know I'm not going to pay any fucking rent. Now, watch my so movie. it's an inspiration. It's not an inspiration. I was doing it beforehand because you know, <laughs> I don't live outside, and also I don't have a job because I'm unemployable and you know perpetually ill. So a uh, good world, good world to live in, good world to you know go through many recessions and many problems in a fucking worldwide pandemic. It's a good time to be alive. Is post millennium. Ah, well, Johnny, are you yes, mad? You watched red. No. No, I'm not mad. I'm 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 glad I got around to it. Are you going to pay next year's rent? Maybe. I'm thinking about it. But you're not going to pay last year's rent? No. No, no. That's last year. That's history. Can you measure your life and your, your year in cups of coffee? No, because I... <laughs> I live zero years then. No, no, no. The, oh, your whole year. One year in cups of coffee. No, because I don't drink cups of coffee, so... Well, I'm not saying you drink cups of coffee, but, you know, with cups of coffee. Can you do it? Oh, probably. You open up the thing. It says, uh, measure a year in cups of coffee. Fastest wins. <laughs> now. Didn't know I was on Taskmaster. You are. I didn't, you didn't realise right. Red was a secret Taskmaster. No. <laughs> that's, that's why there's eight contestants. It's a special <laughs> one. It's, it's all couples. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm not mad I watched Rent. Should be. <laughs> Do you want to know if I'm moving mad? Johnny, are you moving mad for Chris Columbus's adaptation of the uh, musical Rent? Not particularly. Did you like Benny? He's not as good as last week's Benny. Yeah. Um, But I feel like. I personally love Tay Diggs. He's cool. I feel like. Does he still follow everyone on Twitter? Does he follow you on Twitter still? Who? Tay Diggs. Uh, I don't think I follow him, so. I'm not too sure. He doesn't follow me on Twitter anymore. I don't follow him on Twitter anymore, so that's why. He's but, um, famously, you know, he's got, uh, he uh, has 643,000 followers, and he uh, follows 683,000 people. Blimey. He was always like, uh, I'll follow you. It's like Edward James Olmos and President Obama. So <laughs> you follow them, they follow you. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not particularly movie mad for this yet, but I feel like I could be. I think uh, give me about a month or so and I'll see how much I've listened to the soundtrack. Um, and it could grow on me. Like red grows on you if you don't pay it. Red doesn't grow. Mm. Um, where mold. can we find... Mold grows. Where can we find you to... Sinky mould that's broken in and shouldn't exist and is killing everything and slowly destroying your lungs and making you sap the will to live. That grows. Fair enough. Um, where can we find you to to discuss your favourite moments of rent? Um, I'm currently at the process of measuring a year in cups of coffee, so if you want to uh, go to your local Starbucks, I won't be there because I can't afford those cups of coffee. I can't afford to pay rent. Johnny, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram and movie mad on Letterboxd. Oh, yeah. I'm just about to put this film up on my uh, diary. Oh, for star? <laughs> no, wow. no, don't, don't do No. You like this much as I like Cruella. I can't. You need to reevaluate Cruella. I, I was talking to a friend earlier, and, uh, you know, still going through some of the stuff because I was, you know, looking at Luca on Disney+. Right. Plus, and uh, I was like, oh, we can watch Cruella if you want. He goes, oh, I'm going to watch it with a friend. He goes, oh, I bet you're going to enjoy that two and a quarter hours. He said, fuck off. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he said, fuck off. I'm it's so excited. I can't wait to watch He's like, oh, hours. he is going to be drunk and high in order to watch that. Rent or Cruella? Cruella. He's not going to watch Rent. No, no, you. Rent or Cruella. If you had to watch one. Now you've watched both. 
I've watched both. I don't have to watch either of them again. <laughs> but you know which one you'd enjoy more? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't, Johnny. I don't know which one I would enjoy more. At the moment, I would say Cruella, to be honest. Well, good for you. I'm not you. So you'd say Rent. Okay. No, I, how dare you? Oh, so. Army of the Dead. <laughs> I'm still I'm not watching that. Go one and a half speed. At least I get through um, quick. Um, oh, you I, can find me on Twitter, by the way, at Scott Derrickson. <laughs> but I haven't plugged that for a while. I feel bad. <laughs> I've been doing some good bits. And I'm questioned um, by uh, your opinions on uh, what films are meant to be. They're actually uh, not an emotional experience, they're a visual experience only. Speaking of films that are visual. I, I feel like it was good that James Mangold and. Uh... <laughs> um, next week is a visual experience. Not Maybe not a movie. But it's a visual experience, and we're both going to have some fun. Are you excited for next week? Next week, we're shutting the book on Musical Month fully. Yep, yep. And I'm very excited to see the back of this one, because we loaded up the back end with all of your shit. <laughs> and I can't wait to splurge it out and get back into the good stuff, because, oh, oh. good God, I am not looking forward to it. Next week is something that uh, <laughs> I might, on you. might kill me. Because uh, I think I'm the only one that will be able to die based on the uh, title. <laughs> I know one thing that won't. Next week oh. is a sequel to yeah, a particular but... film that we watched last time round. It's not a sequel to the and, film. And um, I can I get um, a uh, you know a promise Amen. from you? <laughs> can I get a promise from you watch on record? Before. Would you rewatch Phantom of the Opera I'm not watching Phantom of the Opera before next week. Film, before next week. Yeah. Watch Love Never Dies. <laughs> I'm not going to rewatch Phantom of the Opera because I've got lots of things going on this week and I can't stand the idea. I, I genuinely hate that thing. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not... Why would I harm myself more than I already am? I've got a lot of things going on this week, uh, but I'm still going to rewatch Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, because you love it. If you said. Would you want to rewatch Miami Vice and Heat before we do, you know, I don't know, Black Hat? Like, yeah, absolutely, because I love them. Wow. So you yeah. make time for that, but you don't absolutely make time. I'll make you know, five you. and a half hours time for those. Are you kidding me? Right now, I'm tired as hell. But you say we're gonna watch Heat and Miami Vice. I'm like, right fucking there. <laughs> I will I will point break on bad boys too, that situation. Right, I, well, could you could you at least like remind yourself of Phantom got for a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, he's, <laughs> you know, grumbly, grumbly. Patrick Wilson doesn't get his ass out for the first time in film. She's all like, I'm a good singer and masquerade. <laughs> you could listen to the album while you're I doing don't want to the album. I've got an album I want to listen to at the moment. I'm enjoying it very much. I'm trying to count how many times they say my favourite character's name in it. My best friend. <laughs> so. But you could, you could it's listen more to... more times than you think. <laughs> you could listen to, um, to Phantom of the album once this week. Yeah, what's Phantom of the Opera's album name? Phantom of the Opera, Deluxe Edition. Self-titled? That's kind of a bit grandiose. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, you know... Um, next week... <laughs> next week is going to be so much fun. And I can't wait. <laughs> for us. For both of us. To catch Who's us? And why is it you and Lupita Nyong'o? No, no. That's not funny. We're not... All right, let's wrap up. I'll speak to you next week. Before you bring that voice in. I'm not going to do the voice. I'm not going to do the voice. I can't do the voice. Lupita Nyong'o can do the voice. And she's here. What's that? No, I'll speak to you later. I'm really tempted to hang up. (laughs) Swear the fucking God. Well, what if... What if... What if it's not Lupita Nyong'o? What if it's your favourite other friend? Who's my favourite other friend? You know, from the Jungle Cruise movie. Of Rock? Emily Blunt. Those are two actors from the Jungle Cruise, but they're not your favourite friend. Who else is? I don't know who else is in the Jungle Cruise movie. Well, you know, there's the guy who has the funniest joke of all time. He's in there. Oh, Jack Whitehall. Yeah. And you've got the guy who's, you know, been you know, on and off with Kirsten Dunst for the last couple of years. You have Kirsten Dunst, of course, from Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3, in which uh, my favourite <laughs> character is there. I don't know who you're referring to. Obviously, but the most important one is there's a character, there's an actor who, uh, in the uh, poster for Jungle Cruise, has a parrot on his shoulder and looks wild. Okay. Oh, is that you coming in now? Uh-oh. Hi. Until next week. Hi.
Oh, 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 Paulie wants a cracker. Are you moving mad? Is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.